Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. June 10, 2020, the Morally Impossible Edition. And we'll start with that story from the New York Times as many advertisers are now taking a time out from Facebook for their morally impossible stance to allow uh, President Trump his racist and pro-violence posts against protesters of the murder of George Floyd. Many advertisers are upset with the, frankly, tone-deaf position by Mark Zuckerberg and uh, Dave Morgan, a chief executive of a company that works with advertisers, said it's Facebook's time of reckoning. When you couple that with a Facebook employee's virtual walkout, you just see uh, how badly Mark Zuckerberg has completely fumbled this response. And by allowing continued racist and uh, incendiary posts by the president, uh, many advertisers are going to other platforms. Maybe when you hit Facebook in its pocketbook, it will finally stop this and uh, move to uh, the position of other companies such as Twitter, and SNAP, which has toughened their stances against online statements that contain misinformation, promote racism and violence. Next up, private equity and hospitals. Uh, The private equity firm Leonard Green has come under fire in Congress, as reported by the Wall Street Journal, over its hospital management fees. The company has pulled out nearly $700 million over the past few years from the company, or $650 million in fees, and uh, this extraction has harmed the hospital's ability to uh, deliver health care services, potentially endangered the health of the people it's tre- it is treated. Uh, their disregard for the commitments of ho- safety net hospitals uh, is of concern, and now Congress is taking a look at this. The members of Congress are also private Uh, probing PE firms that invest in for-profit colleges and prison services. But health care is the most acute, obviously with 20% of the nation's GDP dedicated to health care, pulling out huge amounts of money to PE firms will uh, negatively impact um, the delivery of health care in this country. Next up, uh, also from the Wall Street Journal, um, Judge... Allison Nathan has pointed at potential disciplinary action for prosecutors in a sanctions case against an Iranian national who is convicted of money laundering and sanction violations. The judge uh, is upset that the prosecutors allegedly failed to turn over evidence in a case that led to this conviction. And interestingly, when uh, the prosecutor was challenged, the prosecution now indicates it wants to drop the case. So when prosecutors want to drop the case in the face of uh, potential uh, difficulties with a judge overturning over evidence, that's a pretty strong sign that something has happened. It's going to be interesting to see whether the prosecutors can simply drop the case or the judge can continue uh, to look at this from a disciplinary angle. And finally, our old friend 1MDB and J-Lo rears its head as an article in the Wall Street Journal says that 
uh, Kuwait had had been helping the fugitive Malaysian financier uh, until apparently a falling out occurred, but that J-Lo has been able to avoid uh, international red notices and scrutiny to travel to Kuwait to access money. So this is an interesting development. And this Kuwait connection was as a means to fend off investigators from both Malaysia and the United States who were investigating him. So it's going to be interesting to see how this new angle might play out and what role Kuwait has in protecting J-Lo going forward. I hope you will check out this month's 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program where I take up internal uh, reporting and investigations. And on The Compliance Life, I begin a four-part series with Ryan Robillet on his journey to the CCO chair.